The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. To Reality, a pop culture, current affairs, and LGBT news-oriented panel discussion series that's dedicated to you. Here are your hosts, Dominion Onyx, Carl Anthony, John Sebastian, and Legionnaire. Good evening and welcome to Reality, exclusively on Poppy Chulo Radio. Today is Thursday, May 19th, 2016, and it's time for another heaping helping of pop culture on demand from your favorite radio station and mine, poppychuloradio.com. Yay! Yay! All right! Yay! Bravo, 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 bravo! Woo! Oh, child, listen, I, before we start, I gotta tell this. I gotta tell it. Okay. I just need y'all to hear my heart. You ready? Okay. Alrighty. Saints, I almost went to jail today. Mm-hmm. At the train station, 9.15 this morning. I need to refill my Metro card. Only one card machine worked because Satan. There are three people in front of me, and the train is coming in five minutes. Ample time for everybody to handle their business. You with me so far? Mm-hmm. Okay. The first yes. two people, the first two people, easy breezy. Then we get to, I'm going to call her Keisha. No, she wasn't black, but I'm just going to call her Keisha. Keisha decides to buy a Metro card worth $3. She decides to pay for said card with nickels and dimes. What? Hold on. There are times when I'm the head usher of the nickel and dime ministry, but let's be clear. Keisha, when it's 9.15 and there are two people in front of you, the Lord says, be ye also ready. While you're waiting, young ma'am, you need to section them things out. Nickels in the left hand, dimes in the right. Make sure to count them and make sure you have the exact amount plus 20 cents because you know you're going to drop a coin or two. And work out that hand-eye coordination so that you can move at the speed of both light and sound. Keisha moved at the speed of molasses up a hill in June. Keisha deposited $2.70 worth of change, realized she needed to start over, and pressed the cancel button. As every coin left the machine, every ounce of sanity and patience left my damn body. I let out a sigh that can only be described as complete exasperation mixed with the angst of my slave ancestors. Keisha gets bold, proceeds to turn to me and say, Instead of sucking your damn teeth, you could just go to another machine. Y'all, I saw black. I saw red. I saw my childhood. I saw a field of wheat and the dreams of the slaves. And when I came back, I said to her, and I use the tone and volume that you would use on a Broadway stage when your mic goes out, and you literally need to reach the back row of the balcony to speak to this woman a half a foot in front of me. I tapped into the pent-up anger and aggression that I've been holding on for about seven months. I closed my eyes, breathed ever so deeply, and said, Bitch, I will 
suck my teeth until you finish counting every goddamn nickel, dime, and penny you got. At that moment, she realized that she had been cussed out by a real crazy man. She returned to the machine, and I started reinserting her coins, and I had a full conversation with myself. Instead of worrying about me and what I'm doing, my damn teacher should have been counting them damn coins. While your ass was busy being me, and I was about to give you $2 as my good deed for the motherfucking day, but you tried it, and I ain't got time for your ass. At that very moment, I looked up, and I saw that a police officer had been about a foot or two away from me this entire time. The whole time. I am convinced that I am going to jail for assault and public tomfoolishness. I look at his face and realize that he is dying laughing at me. Y'all, pray my strength in the Lord, please, please. I try to live right. You know I try to live right and walk in the light. But sometimes I fall short and I cuss bitches out. Whoa. Well, all right. Props to Miss Amber Iman, currently starring on Shuffle Along on Broadway. This was her experience <laughs> a few days ago in New York on the Metro. I read this and thought I was going to die. Ooh. So that was my, I needed to get that out today because sometimes <laughs> you have to tell a bitch, I will suck my teeth until you finish Fill in the motherfucking blank. I love her. She is my new best friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my former future ex-wife said, and you can't make this shit up on New York Metro. You can't. <laughs> mm. Oh, so. Okay, I'm sorry. I just needed to, I had to get that out. I'm sorry. Nah, that's good. <laughs> thank you for... <laughs> Thank you for indulging me my my uh, dramatical reading this evening. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for the dramaticals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. So, so what else is going on in your world, doll? Child. I'm just trying. I've got... So I'm working on my final paper or the final step in the process. Mm-hmm. And it's two-thirds oh, of... you still got the right papers? Oh, right, defend and defend again, yeah. Oh God, yeah. So, but this is the last. This is the last one before the ceremony. Oh, okay. You know, before the party, and you know, and all the robing and all the gift giving and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm two thirds of the way done, and hopefully this bitch will be done by May thirty first. Hallelujah! So I can turn it in, and hopefully we'll be having a party. That party, you know, the installation party, uh, in August. I'm shooting for Labor Day, and if I can get a certain man to act right, we might make it a double. We might make it a double celebration. What? Hmm. Oh, does that mean? It. Does that mean I need to pull out my diable pumps? You might need to go get you some new diable <laughs> pumps for Baker's baby. You might have to go do that. If we can make it happen, we're gonna make it happen. If I if I can if we can figure this thing out, we're gonna make it happen. Honey, girl, I have dyed those pumps so many times, and then girls ain't got married, them bitches. Your your colors better be brown. Mm. <laughs> brown and orange, brown and orange. Okay, because the girls be like, Yeah, we getting married. I get these pumps dyed, you know, red, and then then they, the colors is purple, and then I'm like, girl, if your colors ain't black or brown, then I don't really know what to tell you. Mm. Well, You'll know when you get an invitation. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. Hopefully, we might be able to make this thing all happen. Hallelujah. Yes. Alrighty. Yeah. 
Yes. I want to be a Sadie too. <laughs> I want to be a Sadie, married lady. That's me. <laughs> you silly. <laughs> yes. I'm such a homosexual. Uh, and then there is that. Yes. Oh. So, Legionnaire, what's going on with you, doll? Oh, just the same old stuff. Uh, married life, fatherhood, uh, you know, managing uh, all those fun things and, uh, you know, trying to not, not kill people over some crazy bullshit. But, you know, life as usual. Yeah, well, there is that. <laughs> yes. And Dominion, what's going on with you, darling? Uh, I'm just trying my best not to stab bitches in their teeth. <laughs> oh, oh, Lord. Damn. Not, not the teeth. <laughs> I was thinking he was gonna say the eye, but the teeth. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, you just you can't do but so much, you know. Between my father and stupid people at work, that you know, and you know, the bad part about I've been trying to give this girl a chance, and maybe she's just you know, everybody just don't get all of the connections as fast as other people. But I have just come to the realization that this girl is a dummy. Mm. Is this the new the new girl? Yeah. God bless her. And you know what? Here's the worst part. She went to the same high school as you and I did, but clearly she was. I mean, she's also uh, 15 years younger. Well, 10 years younger than we are, but still, she wasn't That's in the same classes that we were. Obviously. Because mm. I'm just like, girl. We were on we the didn't... phone today on a call, and I'm like, so uh, so this. I'm saying something, and then based on what I say, she's supposed to look up something while I'm pulling something up. And then she's like, so, uh, and I'm like, girl, what are you doing? So then I end up having to do my job plus what she was supposed to be doing on the phone. And I'm just like, girl, don't make me fire your ass. If I could get rid of her tomorrow, I would. If but I for could. a number of reasons, we have to keep a minimum number of people on the team. Mm. So, uh, Is she a secretary? No. What exactly does she do? We're all data analysts. I'm a program manager and she's a data analyst. A junior so, data analyst. A junior data analyst. Uh-huh. Can now, I do don't, let's be clear. As soon as we find a replacement, her ass is out. So I mean, you know, this isn't like forever. Look, mm. you think? Look, do you think I could do the job? <laughs> you could, but you're a little too senior for this junior position. Does it have health insurance? It does. I don't. But does, we'll does it have a phone? What? Huh? What? Nothing. <laughs> does it have a who? 401k plan? It does. Uh does it offer days off? Uh we do. Do the checks come every two weeks? Twice a month. That's close enough. I am not too junior I'm not too senior to do a junior job. How about mm. that? <laughs> and I know that look and I know kind of what the opening range would be. Hey, you can have my resume tomorrow. Shit. Maybe All right. Man. Look, let me stop talking shit. Uh, I'll be like, <laughs> wait a minute. Do I have to look? Do I have to drive inside the Beltway? 
I told you I work in Alexandria. Now don't get brand new. <laughs> <laughs> let me look. I done talked all this shit. Uh, let me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I will send you my resume because you know a bitch is because a bitch needs some money. Um, but yes, so I'm sorry that she's crazy, and that's just a bad mark on us. Well, not on us, on the school. Not really, we, I mean, there's plenty of dumb people that went to our high school when we were there, but. We didn't associate with them. Yes, that's true. And, you know, we didn't, you know, like like last week when I found out about the Fool's Paradise I've obviously obviously been living in. Uh, I can't believe you didn't know that. I mean, that was, I thought that was obvious. Well, I knew about the incident in the year, well, in our yearbook, listeners, um, our senior year, there was a little incident where somebody brought a gun to pose in a picture. That was the only gun incident I knew about. I didn't even know that. I didn't know about that. See, I like I said, I knew about that, but I didn't know all the stuff that I was like, where they was doing that at? Because you know, in my, you know, I grew, I was in the hood, but you know, somebody might have had a switchblade, but ain't nobody carrying no pistols and shit. So I was, and they were like, oh yeah, I was like, where was I? I, I, mm. I was too busy being a nerd and trying to be rich, child, trying to find me a rich old rich old man. That's what I. That's what I was doing. I was being was fast. So classy. I was being fast. Now, I can, you know what? I ain't going to even lie about it. I was being a fast ass. Yes, I was. <laughs> hmm. Shit. At least I'm honest about it. You are honest, ho. And all my hoes <laughs> is honest. And speaking of, let's, you know, let's talk about a dishonest hoe real quick. <laughs> One Linda Perry. This. This bitch. Who had the unmitigated gall to say that Shaka Khan, Miss Mother herself, and other artists are not relevant enough to sing a tribute to the late, great, recently departed Prince. A moment of silence. That bitch done lost her motherfucking mind. Yeah, I mean, I get her point, but her point was undercut by, by her words, though. Her point being that she was saying that, you know, um, because other people on the panel on whatever that fake ass version of the View is on uh, CBS, the talk, the talk, uh, you know, they were saying that you know it's other people should have invited. They should have gotten like the new power generation back together, Morris Day in the Time, Sheila E, and all this other stuff. And she said, "Well, you know, it is the Bill- Billboard Award, so you know they're looking for people who are." Um, relevant today and on the charts and on the charts and then uh, she said it wouldn't make sense to have people and she just started naming random people like Shaka Khan or Morris Day in the time to come back because they aren't on the charts and I was like well neither is Madonna of all people Madonna so you know even if I agree with her point with you know her point is undercut by the fact that you know it's Madonna, you right. know, and as far as I know, there are a ton of people who are famous enough that Prince wrote songs for. I can't recall that he wrote a song for Madonna, and maybe he did. They but did a duet. There's they... a lot of other people whose catalog of music is more closely tied, and they are more directly associated with Prince than Madonna, even if she did. Even if he did write a song for her. Mm. Yeah, they did one song together, it seems. 
Um, and I think it was love song or something. I try. It's um, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is. Um, I mean, this um, is the perfect vehicle for Lil Tevin Campbell to come back. Yeah. Okay. So they did a song together called Love Song. And it was on Madonna's Like a Prayer album. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Like a Prayer came out in 1980 or uh, 1988. Okay. No, 1989. So, Madonna, something compares to you. <laughs> you are so stupid. I, I can't stand our producer. I, can't stand, I cannot stand you. Um, it's called Love Song. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. He done, he done caught me off guard. Um, but yeah, so it was one song and yeah, love song with Prince. And it was a four minute song, a song I have never heard. I've never so, heard the song either. I'm like, what? Mm. Exactly. So, you know, if you're going to say, I mean, hell, Sheila E may not be on the charts, but she's everywhere. You know, let she, that would have been a per- Sheila E. I mean, hell, Sheena Easton. You know. Right. There's lots of people that they could have used. And, I mean, it's the Billboard Awards. I mean, Prince, you know, let's just keep it real. Prince wasn't exactly topping the charts himself. Exactly. So, I mean, if if it's about the musicianship and whatever, you would get... And and besides, you know, let's get... You know, ain't nobody checking for Madonna. Mm, Not here. Just, just, I mean, you know, I, Let's keep I it just real. feel like her words, her words, it was, it was poor, poor church. And, you know, Chaka Khan might have just been the first name to pop to mind. And, you know, the girls want to just always have something to get upset about. So they're like, how dare she say that about Chaka Khan? I don't know that she has any personal animosity against Chaka Khan. You know, you just have a brain fart and that's the first name that pops into your head. But if the point is, is that, you know, Billboard was looking for someone who was chopping the charts or even on the charts, then even by that logic, Madonna shouldn't be there. Right. Correct. You know, but Prince is going to show up at a hologram anyway, so um, (laughs) all all of that will be negated. Right. uh, Let's just be real. Oh, hell, Stephanie Mills. Well, yes. He could, he could ask, how come you don't call me anymore? You know. No. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Well, you know, we got a lot of show to cover, so I say we just might as well get started with this roundtable. Go. All right. Mm-hmm. First up, uh, this woman in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, uh, said, uh, well, the, the, the Smith family. Valerie Arthur says uh, her 70-year-old mother, Pearly Smith, bought a winning lottery ticket that is worth $429.6 million after taxes that will be 200, excuse me, before taxes, that will be $284 million. They chose, because they chose the lump sum payment over the higher valued, higher valued annuity. And, um... Mark. So that's going to be shared among Mrs. Uh, Smith and her seven adult children, uh, including Mrs. Arthur. So I mean, that's a cute, that's a cute little payday. I mean, let's do the math. Two, you know, I love doing the math. Two eighty-four divided by eight. That means each, each person walks away with thirty-five point five million dollars again before taxes. So even assuming they get, uh, they only end up with getting. Uh, 
what is it, half of that? Right. Mm. Yeah, because 50% is going to taxes off the top. So that's still $17.75 million that they will get after taxes. And then uh, Valerie Arthur said that she plans, oh, I don't know if the whole family does. Oh, yes. The family is giving. The family 10%. said that they uh, will tithe 10% to the church. Mm. Amen. I clearly have thoughts on this, but I would love to know what Pastor, uh, Pastor Sebastian has to say about it. Well, because it's their money, they can do with it what they want. If they if they choose to give their faith organization 10% of what they consider to be a blessing, God bless them, may heaven smile on them. The only thing I would caution is that if they do it, they A, set it up as a trust that distributes uh, an annual amount slash dividend and B, uh, cap it at the 10%. And, may, and you know, that's that. Um, you know, I know that there are some people who will say that that is a foolish move on their part. However, the one thing I am learning to tell people is you don't get to dictate somebody else's faith walk. That's, you know, if you don't, if, you know, if you wouldn't give 10%, that's on you, but their money, they can do with it what they want. If they want to give all of it to them, I'm going to have them call me first, but, um, they can do with their money what they wish. Well, yes. And I'm I'm happy for whatever, whatever church gets it as you know as long as it ain't the Butterfield you know uh, Buttermilk Bible Baptist Holiness Temple of God in Christ Apostolic Episcopal, you know we ain't but four members and three of them are under under the age of five. <laughs> <laughs> that was shady. I'm sorry. Or oh, we if, gotta... it's, if it's the Smith Family Church and guess how many guess how many members they got. Eight. <laughs> That's the perfect tax write-off. <laughs> right. I am not mad at them. The Smith Memorial Baptist Church of Gra- Church of God in Christ Holiness, uh, Apostolic Anglican. Yes. Hallelujah. Eight members. Hallelujah. I ain't mad at them. Legionnaire, what do you think? <laughs> I say, I say, God bless them and all their ministry. And handle, let them handle their business the way they choose. It's probably not what I would do, but <laughs> hey, who who am I to tell? Like like our our good pastor says, who who are we to tell them how to? Who are me to judge? Me to judge, judge right? Who, to judge, are, me to who judge. are me to judge their spirit walk? I would give something to the church. I don't know that it would be ten percent. But I would give something to the church, so I think they. I think if that's if that's what the spirit is leading them to do, then they should do exactly that. Right. I mean, you know, I guess again, you know, ultimately, as with most things, it's none of my fucking business. Ultimately, but I mean, if that was the case, we wouldn't have a damn show because we. <laughs> the whole purpose of this show is to offer opinions about shit that really isn't our business at all. Right. So. I mean, if we're just going to say, well, it's none of my affair, then, you know, that sort of negates the purpose. So, ultimately, (laughs) yes. Yes, ultimately, yes, it is their opinion. I was going to say, well, you know, if I had that money, I'd give it to Florida. I'd give some to Florida A&M University, but Florida, I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. any institution of man is going to be flawed and full of foolishness. So, 
100% of the money ain't going to go where I wanted to go. 100% of the money ain't going to go where I wanted to go. I mean, you know, hopefully their church actually has a ministry and like, okay, this is going to fund, you know, the homeless ministry or something else. And this just doesn't go to, you know, a fabulous new church, mm-hmm. you know, because that's always my big thing with churches. I'm like, you know, Jesus, you know, if you believe in, you know, the stories of the Bible, Jesus preached to 5,000 on the side of a mountain. You yes. know, he didn't, he didn't rent out no temple. He didn't, you know, he didn't have some beautiful edifice. And I realized, you know, really, we can't just literally just have 5,000 people on the side of a mountain. But I mean, you know, you could rent a place or you, I mean, you know, so much money goes into all of this, whatever. And every time I see a fancy church building, I see people who aren't being fed, you know, people that aren't being clothed and uh, whatever. So that always offends me when I see a fancy church building. I'm not suggesting that y'all have to live in a hovel that's not fit for human cohabitation, but there's a difference between having a, a space that is acceptable for all of your congregation to gather and building a temple to yourselves, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's a, and I'm now that on that you are absolutely correct. Um, so many churches, I think, get caught up in. Well, first of all, I can tell you that from from a from a church planning slash church financial management position, if they are smart, they will hire a financial planner and a financial advisor who will say, when you give this money, put stipulations on it. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to put stipulations on because if you just say that, you know, I think it's 28. If, if you are giving a church three million dollars. No, no, no. Two hundred eight is it two hundred eighty million dollars they gonna get? That's before taxes. So after taxes, it's like one hundred and forty. Church is getting fourteen million, a fourteen million dollar pay windfall. This is not for you to go out and build a new church, right? Mm-hmm. There are stipulations. You know, you said if if it were me, one hundred and forty. You know, fourteen million dollars is what one hundred forty uh, one point four million dollars a year for mm-hmm. ten years. Um, you know, one point seven hundred thousand dollars a year for twenty years. I'd make it a twenty year payout. Mm-hmm. You know, put you know put the money in an account, put the fourteen million dollars in an interest bearing account where they can you know draw off the interest or up to, up to whatever the principal amount is for that year. Because mm. if you put fourteen if you put fourteen million dollars in an interest bearing account, you gonna make your interest. That's four hundred twenty thousand dollars a year at three percent interest. That ain't too shabby. No, no. That's a, that's that that could put. I mean, you know, provided everybody ain't trying to go to Harvard, that could put several kids through college at some state school in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there. You know, Lawrenceville, which is right outside of uh, of Trenton. That's mm-hmm. an excellent way to do inner city ministry. You can feed a whole lot of people on three right. percent of four hundred thousand dollars. Right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay, as long as it ain't the the you know the new Dominion Onyx Holiness Slapper Ass <laughs> Ministries Incorporated. Listen, of God in uh, Christ. My min- your ministry ain't my ministry. <laughs> I know your ministry. <laughs> 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 uh, 
but they are always welcome to give to either of the churches that I serve. Amen. Right. right. <laughs> I'm Ooh. betting these are the kind of people that wouldn't like your kind of church. Mm. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think I'm probably a little too uh, progressive for them. Meaning gay. Meaning homosexual. Yes. Yes. And white. Don't forget white. Oh my. Yeah, well, you know. Because, yeah. because Jesus. Right. Because because Satan, see. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, kids, so speaking of gays. Here are eight things that gays should start saying to each other more often. Mm. One, I'm proud of who you are. Two, come join us. Three, what do you want from life? Four, how can I be a better friend? Five, I'm a strong person, but I'm hurting right now. Six, I'm afraid of opening up. Seven, can you get off your phone? Eight, anything positive or encouraging. Some of these I agree with. Some of these things I think are just an invitation for people to overshare, which they already do. <laughs> you know, because I'm a strong person, but I'm hurting right now is an invitation for why aren't you buying my my why aren't you fully buying into this foolishness of mine? Uh, that's one way to look I at mean, that. Right. And maybe I'm just a negative Nancy. You are. You are. You are but that's okay. <laughs> we love you. We, we love that about you. We, that's, we, that you're our reality check. Exactly. We and, and listen, I do believe that sometimes people are going through stuff, but I believe that a lot of what people are going through used to just be called life. And maybe, and, and you know, but I'm also open to the fact that, you know, people used to be real fucked up. And, you know, they kept a lot of shit bottled up, too. So, I mean, I feel like there's a balance. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, I, when I when I see something like that, I, it takes me back. It takes me to when, it takes me to when people post these kinds of things on social media. Because, you know, even though they may be valid cries for attention, it's it's like, look, honey, surely you have a good girlfriend or somebody that you can address this with or talk or talk it over with, you know, but to invite the entire world in, into whatever it is you're going through, it's just inviting all of those people who are going to probably... You know, you're gonna you're gonna get some people that'll show some concern, but you're also gonna get a whole bunch of assholes who probably are gonna post shit that you don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so you know, it's like find find yourself a good Judy to talk to, find yourself a good therapist to talk to if it comes to that. Mm. But uh, but yeah, I would say for the most part, I would agree with most of these things, but. You know, for me in my life, I I do probably ninety percent of these things anyway. So, you know, I know gays can be snarky, but you know, those ain't the kind of bitches I hang out with. So, right, right. They, there, there is that, and then there's that. <laughs> um, I'm with you on that. Yeah, some. You, I think you learn after a uh, after a time who is and who is not full of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, so the whole I'm a strong person, but I'm hurting right now. That on, you know, let me say it this way. If Dominion, if you were to call me and say, I need to talk to you because fill in the blank, I'm going to stop what I'm doing because I know that that's Thank not you. your person. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to literally stop and, oh, child. Um, and we're gonna and, and I'm gonna listen to you and we're gonna work through whatever it is we gotta work through. Legionnaire call if Legionnaire calls me and does that, I'm really gonna stop. Cause I know it's some smoke in the city finna happen. <laughs> but you know, um the I, I, I have a friend who literally every it's Thursday, I'll get a call probably in about an hour and a half after we you know, after we go off the air. Giving me the latest tale of woe, woe and doom, mm. and so I've finally started saying, okay, so a, why this, why now, and b, why did you think this time would be different? Didn't the same thing happen the last time, and the time mm. before that, and the time before that? So, yeah, we should say these things to each other. The other thing I think we should say to our friends is, every now and then, just tell, give them a good, I love you. Yes. You know, because tomorrow is, hell, this afternoon, hell, the next five minutes ain't promised to us anymore. You know, folk getting shot in bad, you know, and they they in their bedrooms and whatnot. And it's coming from outside. So I think that we need to tell our friends, you know, the people who are important to us, I love you. Because some days, but I love you from a friend is all, it it makes the difference. You know, it, it it, you know, it can change your life. It can change your day. Now, that is true. No, you I no, I you are right on cuz I've had people that would send me, you know, a text message or you know, just drop some kind of note or something. And I have one good friend that does that all the time. I mean, we've been friends for almost 20 years and there are easily probably 95% of the time he'll drop me a line and say, "Hey, something told me I needed to check on you today and see if you're okay. And probably nine times out of 10 is some shit I need to talk to him about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's, there's something to be said for, for, for checking in with folks that are important. Let just letting them know that you're there. Mm-hmm. Let, you know, I love you. I'm thinking about you. Are you okay? And be honest and real about it. Right. You yes. know, cause you know, are you okay? Is not, code for tell me your shit so I can go tell our five friends. Oof, Lord. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's really trying it. Yeah. Yeah, that's some shady ass shit. Yeah. When that bitch get want to get hit in the throat. With a bag of nickels. <laughs> in a dirty sock. With a razor blade out. Oh, I'm sorry. A dirty sock. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> okay, uh, too far. That too was far, John. Too far. vivid, <laughs> right? <laughs> with old dirty, nasty, stinky side. <laughs> whoop your ass with a bag of nickels. Uh, ooh. Speaking of shady, though. Oh, and we have. Oh, I've. I found out we have to find a new term. Okay. We we can't we can't use throwing shade anymore because. <sighs> Burn somebody, someone said that folks was throwing shade at Bernie Sanders. I'm like, really? We got to find a new term, gays. <laughs> so black gays get to work. <laughs> we got to find a new term. I ain't got to do shit. It's become mainstream. Mm. But speaking oh. of shady, speaking of shady, 
Mm-hmm. Justice Roy Moore in Alabama has met his worst nightmare, y'all. I saw it's that. A, it's a drag queen named Ambrosia Starling. <laughs> Ooh, let me just settle on that name, Ambrosia <laughs> <Right>. Starling. Yes, <laughs> girl. You know them girls yes. in the them them drag queens in the South will give you a name. Yes, mm-hmm. they will. So, so the uh, Chief Justice of the Alabama Supreme Court, Roy Moore, um, has been suspended again um, for repeatedly blocking same-sex couples for applying for marriage licenses in um, Alabama. And he tra- he claimed that professed transvestite Ambrosia Starling was behind the efforts to unseat him. So Starling is a drag queen from Dothan, Alabama. Shout out to Dothan. Um, she might balk at being called a transvestite, but she's glad to lead the charge for justice. Everybody always picks on the weakest kid in the room, and he thought that was going to be the drag queen. A lot of people make that mistake. She has been protesting against him for quite a while. And most recently, she spoke at an anti-Moore rally in Birmingham earlier this year. She says, the message I would personally like to send to Roy Moore today is that bullying and discrimination are not ministerial duties. Uh, this responding to Moore's claim that judges had such a duty to deny gay couples. Taking people's civil rights is not a ministerial duty. It is a duty of a judge to treat all citizens of their state and their national and their national equally and fairly. So Judge Moore, who is 69, faces a hearing before the state's court of the judiciary, which is there, basically the court for the court, where he could be removed from office. I am hoping that that happens. Ambrosia for president. <laughs> and baby, yeah. her makeup is beat. Oh, baby, for the good. For the goods. Honey. And she looked like she about 45, too. Oh, yeah, she looked like she read And she looked like she wanted them drag reason like to fight. Mm-hmm. Good old Southern girl, snatch mm-hmm. a wig, snatch a wig, and cut a bitch. <laughs> God bless her. God love her. What y'all think about that? I love it. I love it. <laughs> right, that's all I can say. I love it. <laughs> you really know what else to say behind that, <laughs> <laughs> right, Miss Starling? You you have our undying devotion. Exactly. Love you, dear. Like, we ought to see if we can get her on the show. We'll put her on the list for next season. We'll put her on the list for next that, season. That, that would be fun. Honey. Oh, we should do a drag show. Mm. Or a show about drag. Because I ain't strapping shit down. <laughs> I was going to say, you're doing a lot, sir. <laughs> look, look, let, look, let me just go on and let me stop right there. No, um, I am not duct taping shit down. Mm-mm, no, no okay. too much work. Ooh, mm-mm, no, tuck it. No, that's all right. All right, what's up next? <laughs> well, last one. So Mariah Carey has a new. <laughs> um... Can't even get it out. Oh. Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> Mimi, honey, what is Miss Mimi doing? Miss Mimi has a new reality uh, series on the E! channel called Mariah's World. And it is everything that you thought it would be and quite a bit more. Pickle and a peppermint. Okay. Honey, 
if you thought glitter was bad, just just get into the trailer for this. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, I, but you know what? Oh, she is so she's so much. She is so so much, and I love her. I just <laughs> wish that she had her voice back. But um, yes. Um, and this man she' about to marry, the ring he gave her. Ooh, baby. Mm. You know, she if she can't do nothing else, she will find him. She well, except for this last husband, she can find a man with some money. Well, that's true. I mean, See, the first love is to establish yourself. Thank the you. Love is the second. Uh, the first marriage is to for a st- to get established. Mm-hmm. The second marriage, I guess, is for Big Dick or something, because I don't see why else he would be with him. Mm-hmm. I'm, he must so be he, laying some. Because you know he's one of them skinny brothers, and just them skinny brothers is walking around got a baseball bat, a table leg. Mm-hmm. Be trying mm. to kill you and shit. Hey, you're walking for. Oh, so I've heard. Um, yes, so I've heard. So I've heard. Yes, yes, yes. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what I'm just assuming there. And then uh, the, the third I marriage just, is for inheritance. Third marriage is clearly for inheritance. Clearly, because it ain't for looks. Right. No. God no. bless him. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, wait, he might. I'm looking. Who? That's what she meant. Marriage number two was certainly for a bulge, baby. Mm. What are you looking at? You know, I'm famous for going. I will go and look at, uh, you know. You are you are our bulgier. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're going to call it. Uh, that's an I'm official just, title. You are you are the reality bulgier. Bulgier. Oh, thank you. So there's a picture of him in a suit, and he got a little bit of you know grip going on. Um, but uh, because you know I always go looking for naked pictures of folk. Um, and yeah, in this That's suit, yeah, you're classy. Y- yes, I am. I'm a classy hoe, and I'm like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> oh no, that's no, that's not him. Um, but yeah, he um he got a little little something something going on there, or well, uh, uh chubby something something going on there. Little pokey poke, yeah, that's what we gonna go with. Mm. But um, yes, unlike Chris Brown, who does not have a pokey poke, it looks like he has a teeny peeny. But we'll leave that for another I mean, time. Chris Brown, I mean, you, we all know what Chris Brown's penis looks like. Do we? We do. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, mm. <laughs> you y'all, know, I'm all... y'all ain't been paying attention. No. Uh, you know I love an angry bottom, so as soon as I, I know you do, you know I was there for it. I was. I was here oh wait a minute, for the Chris Brown penis pic, and it's not. It's. I mean, you know, it's not probably the biggest thing you ever seen in your life, but it's. You know, it's a nice skin flu. It'll, it'll tickle your tonsils, uh, quite lovely. It won't give you a hysterectomy, <laughs> but it'll definitely um, tickle your fallopian tubes. Yes, yes, it'll it'll give you a little something, something. It might, you know, depending on how. Ooh. Depending on how you are, uh, yeah, it might get you to where you're going. Mm. Okay, no, I know this ain't. Why does this look like he having sex with a man? This cannot be real. Okay, this cannot no. be real. <laughs> I'm sorry. I see the picture you're looking at. <laughs> right. The two, if the two, the double shot. If sex with a man, that would be front page news. So That's right. why I said. I'm not, even going, 
I'm not even gonna get myself all worked up and excited and moist. But you see the one I'm you, you see on Whampstar.net, yes. Mm-hmm. That's shady. I'm like, that's sh- shady Mae Jones. Shady <laughs> Mae Jones. Okay. So, yes. Um, okay, so enough about that. What the hell? I don't want to see that. I don't want to see your naked cat. Mm. I would like to see him naked, though. So, um, yes. Okay, so, moving on. <laughs> really? How rude. And <laughs> look, I'm just, look, I'm a classy hoe and all my hoes is classy. Well, you know, speaking of classy shit, it's time for some hot topics. Y'all ready? Let's do it. First up, Azalea Banks. Mm. So last week, after, you know, her epic rant against Shy Jackson or Sky Jackson and uh, whatever this boy's name is from Zane Malik. Zane Malik. Uh, Twitter suspended Azalea Banks' Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Clearly, she thought it was bullshit. She uh, talked about how it was, you know, it was, you know, white racist and, you know, Negroes weren't supporting her, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So, some people, I think there was no one who was like poor Azalea. Right. Although, some people and- did remind us that. Uh, Azalea Banks' Twitter ban reminds us freedom of speech is for whites only. That was on theestablishment.com. And then uh, Michael Arsenault, who describes himself as uh, he praises, he hails from Har- hails from Houston, lives in Harlem, and praises Beyonce's name wherever he goes. So he's clearly a homosexual. Clearly. He said no, that Azalea he's a, Banks. He is not a homosexual. What? He's, he is not a homosexual. What is he's he? One of the gays. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Because I'm supposed to say. Because <laughs> six of one, <laughs> a half dozen of other. <laughs> okay. Call it whatever you'd like. Ooh. Wait, you were like, wait, wait, wait. What the hell? You're like, what? What? <laughs> what? I, I, I have seen and heard him speak, so it's like, oh, uh, new. No. <laughs> oh. so, I'm sorry. Go on, darling. So anyway, Sister Arsenal said that Azalea ah. Blanks has only herself to blame. So, all right. So to sum the first article up, Azalea Banks Twitter ban reminds her freedom of speech is for whites only. So basically, the um. The thrust of her article, of this person's article, is that the the shit that Azalea Banks said was fucked up, completely fucked up, right. and it does it. She deserved to get banned, but there's a lot of people that deserve to get banned for the shit that they say on Twitter. Donald Trump deserves to get banned. A lot of other racists and oh. crazy people, black and white, say deserve to get banned. So why did Azalea Banks get uh, banned and not anyone else? And so her premise is that um, that uh, you know it's okay if you are uh, you know she's being targeted in this way uh, because she's black and talking about someone that little white girls love. Mm, no. No. 
no. The difference between and, and I've heard that brought up several times. You know, oh, well, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not attacking an individual, and certainly not attacking a fourteen-year-old girl with with uh, you know with all kinds of racist or race race baited language and those kinds of things. Because we we t- there's 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 freedom of speech, and then there's incendiary speech. Which freedom of speech does not protect. So for, that's that's what we need to understand first of all. So, you know, all this about oh they targeting her because she's black. No, that's bullshit. Because there have been plenty of people who have who are not people of color who have had their Twitter accounts banned. She just happens to be somebody who is well known to whom that has happened. So I, I I'm I I do not buy into that at all. She, it, it happened. It, it was something that she brought upon herself, and you know it, it just it is what it is. Uh, let's start with freedom of people. I can always tell when people did not go to an appropriate high school. Mm-hmm. I can also tell when people did not have Mr. Howie for civics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because if you had Mr. Howie for civics, the first thing you learned was the First Amendment prevents the government from acting against you in retribution. Private mm-hmm. first, The First Amendment don't apply to private speech, boo-boo, and Twitter mm-hmm. technically is private speech. You can't tell. you Even if it is a black and white issue, as a leader, you can't, you can't get on them white people's Twitter right. and talk about folk. And think that there ain't gonna be no retribution. Sorry. And then not only to talk about people, but to to disparage in the worst way someone with a different ethnicity than you and a child who was right in calling you out as the adult. She deserved to call you out. You'd have had no right, even if it was her mama and you thought it was her mama, it was un- the child's name was attached to it. So what you got, you got. Mm-hmm. And this, she only got herself to blame for this shit. Simple ass simpleton. <laughs> the hell somewhere and sat down. Just crazy. And in the second article, Sister Arsenal says that uh, Azalea has only herself to blame and that she can't call herself pro-black if you at the same time are disparaging other ethnic minorities that, you know, one of the tenets of pro-black is that you're also in support of other ethnic minorities and you also don't disparage children. So, I mean, I mean, I, I don't really know that there is anything to say about that i just think that you know she's an angry she's a woman who clearly has anger issues but she's also a product of a generation that that sees this as an acceptable way of getting attention too Mm. and so i mean it would just never occur to me to have a vicious back and forth at all. And I mean, even when it doesn't get to this level, I mean, we've all seen people who are famous and even not so famous just engaged in this back and forth 
you know, with with people. Not just like this. Do you even know this person in real life? I mean, why are you arguing with this person? But whatever. Right. So you know, <laughs> what do I know? Yeah. I just. I and again, she, you know, Twitter has the right to say if they want to let you know white races be racist and not let black black races be black people be discriminatory. Um, that's their business because it's their Twitter. You don't like it? Go create your own. Right. It's the same thing as last week, which you know, if the, if if Facebook is censoring conservative exactly this ain't a public utility there's no guaranteed access to all for twitter there's no requirement that twitter be fair and impartial in their you know whatever that may it may behoove twitter to do that for uh for the most part but i would bet that you know azalea went after someone who was extremely popular with a lot of people with people who have a lot of free time on their hands, mainly young girls. So mm-hmm. they probably sent a lot of complaints to uh, Twitter. I mean, you know, the little girls, you know, like remember you say something bad about Justin Bieber. I mean, those, you know, that they worse than the beehive. Baby. <laughs> Them little things, eh? Right. Yes. They will get you all the way together. Oh, Stanley Tucci was hot. I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I, someone sent me something, and it's a picture of Stanley Tucci from, it's got to be at least 35 years ago. And he is hot. I just got moist. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. All right, file that under random. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. I just had a flashback, darling. I just had a flashback. It's okay. Oh. Anything else to say about Azalea? Yeah, I see that she's that she attempted to apologize. Yeah. <sighs> Again. Yes. Okay. All right. Mm. You, mm, yeah. But again, all of that shit she says, uh listen. I people people misunderstand what an apology is supposed to be. Mm. Mm-hmm. An apology is when you have completely stepped out of character and said something that you are now embarrassed about. Right. Exactly. You don't apologize if you are constantly saying ridiculous shit and then people are calling you on it so therefore you feel the need to issue an attraction retraction or something you know to that effect. So I'm not buying it because this isn't like you know she was off her meds or she, you know, she took some cold medicine and she, she just had some dental work and it was a bad reaction to the right. novocaine. I mean, because her body is a temple. Yeah. She doesn't drink or do drugs. Do drugs. Mm-hmm. She is so. <laughs> I mean, if that would be entirely different, because, and then you're like, you know what, kids? I am so sorry. My sincerest apology, apologies to Zayn Malik and right. Shy. Um, Exactly. 
uh, Sky Jackson, but I'm looking at this apology on Instagram and nowhere in it does it mention um, either of them. them. So it's not even a legitimate apology because you're not even apologizing directly to the people that you hurt. And as we heard from her ridiculous suggestion that Sarah Palin should be raped by a bunch of Negroes to all of the other ridiculous shit that she said, you know, it's a fuck you. I'm, that's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Jump all the way up your own ass. <laughs> wow, all the way. Yeah, all mm. the way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know who can jump all the way up somebody's ass real quick one day? Yes. Is this yes. man who received the first penis transplant in the United States, Legionnaire? Yes, there is a uh, story on the New York Times um, stating that a man receives the first penis transplant in the United States. Uh, A man whose penis was removed because of cancer has received the first penis transplant in the United States at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. Thomas Manning, 64, a bank courier from Halifax, Massachusetts, underwent the 15-hour transplant operation on May 8th and 9th. The organ came from a deceased donor. I want to go back to being who I was, Mr. Manning said on Friday in an interview in his hospital room. Sitting up in a chair, happy to be out of bed for the first time since the operation, he said he felt well and experienced hardly any pain. We're cautiously optimistic, said Dr. Curtis L. Citrullo, a plastic and reconstructive surgeon and a leader of the surgical team. It's uncharted waters for us. The surgery is experimental, part of a research program with the ultimate goal of helping combat veterans with severe pelvic injuries, as well as cancer patients and accident victims. If all goes as planned, normal urination should be possible for Mr. Manning within a few weeks and sexual function within... In weeks to months, Dr. Citrullo said. Mr. Manning welcomed questions and said he would that he wanted to speak out publicly to help dispel the shame and stigma associated with genital cancers and injuries and to let other men know that there was hope of having a normal anatomy restored. Don't hide behind a rock, he said. He said he was not quite ready to take a close look at his transplant. Ooh. He would have to take, he would have to take several anti-rejection drugs for the rest of his life. One of them, tacrolimus, seems to speed nerve regeneration and may help restore function to the transplant, Dr. Citrullo said. Another patient, his penis destroyed by burns in a car accident, will receive a transplant as soon as a matching donor becomes available. Surgeons at the John Hopkins School of Medicine are also planning to perform penis transplants and have had a combat veteran injured in Afghanistan on the waiting list for several months. Uh, wow. Yeah. That's, uh... But... Yeah, that's, 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 that's special. <laughs> okay, so, when I saw this story, when I saw this, this article, Dominion, remember we had a conversation about six months ago <laughs> about penis transplants. Mm-hmm. And you said, we were talking about (laughs) female to male trans. 
and mm. you know we were talking about how you know because my question was how does this work and oh you went, yes <laughs> and i did some explaining mm. you did and look at honey you were prof- six months later look at what we got going on Mm. Yeah, but I don't know that this would actually affect that because they these men essentially have something that they are just adding on to. If you right. don't have, no, no, uh, the patient here his has been cut off. It was, was cut off because of cancer. Yes, but I would assume that you, I mean there's still like the base, something to attach it to. There's nothing to attach it to if you were born a, a female. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I was thinking unless they did like an actual stitch on, you know, on the crotch. I mean, well, yes, but it would, I don't know that it would grow into anything because, you know, right. even for urinary purposes, the, the urethra ends in a different way for women than it does for men, I mean, you know, the urethra for a woman. Listen, I'm, I'm, and I'm getting outside of my area of expertise here. <laughs> wow! <laughs> it just ends in a different way, so yes. I don't think yes. I don't think that you could just like screw on, you know, some dude's penis to. I mean, I'm being facetious, right. but I don't think you could just like attach some dude's penis to the end. Because those are two entirely different anatomies, and I yeah. think there's some things in the genetic blood markers and things like that. Because they didn't say that the dude lost his testicles, just his penis. Yeah, right. right. So, so there's not the mechanism there to connect. So that's what it is. <laughs> Even if they can make the urethral part work, the reason the man wants a penis is so that he can eventually one day have sex. Not yeah. because he needs to urinate, because he could, you know, if it was just about urination, he could sit down just like the other half of the human race does. He right. wants a penis so that he can have sex. So there aren't blood vessels in the area, I right. don't think, right. in a exactly. woman's anatomy that can be redirected to engorge a penis. Yes, the clitoris does get large, but there's just, that's, that's a, a different volume of blood. This right. is such a revealing conversation. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because I, it, it's funny you talking about how this is not your area of expertise. But I've, yes. had, I've, I've, sat, I've had a sit-down conversation with someone because I sincerely wanted to know. I mean, I because mean, I suspect a lot of the things that we've already shared, but I really, like, okay, I... One, I, I have I have transgender friends, mm-hmm. you know that that I've cautiously spoken to about these kind of things without getting overly personal. But I have to find myself a medical professional that can really break it down. So, so yes, you are exactly right. The the in order to create a mechanism where you know the blood vessels could be you know reoriented and nerve endings can be created and all those kinds of things that's just that's just way beyond what medical science can do right now the the best that can the best that can be accomplished at this point in terms of functional anatomy is um 
there have been therapies designed uh, to enlarge uh, that have been able to enlarge the clitoris. And even in those instances, you're talking about, uh, you know, you're only you're only talking about a couple of inches at best. So it's it's whoa, it's, whoa, whoa. So it's not going to be so it's not going to be something where, you know, there's going to be the possibility just because of the the, the, the build of the anatomy. It's not going to be something that's going to be able to create actual intercourse, unfortunately. Oh, so a cup. OK, so a couple inches on a clitoris, though. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's a couple of inches, meaning like going right. from le- right. less than a half inch to like right. two inches, right. not right. a couple of inches, like five inches. Right. Oh, right. you have. Okay. See, you know, I am. You, I'm right. a very. I, so a couple meaning two inches. So it's it's. Right. Is it is that a is that if you know I I again this is outside of my area of expertise but I uh, the clitoris is usually like a half inch long or so. Right. So going to two inches is a four hundred percent increase. Yes, it is. Which is great. In percentage numbers, but still not so good in you know dude's penis size. Right. Well, but I mean I've seen a micro and well, you know. Okay, sorry, but yes. Those are those are yes. 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 Okay. And now I'm just like you know, dudes is going to be like look you know try to off dude so they can. Thank you. You know, you get matching you're skin meet some dating. You're gonna meet a date and then bump the date off. So, you know, like, what was that episode? What was that show with the two plastic surgeons? Oh, Nip Tuck. Oh, Nip Tuck. Like yeah. Nip Tuck. Remember the one dude met that chick and he woke up in the bathtub and she had cut out his kidney. Oh, God. It's gonna be like this. You're gonna meet the date and the date is going uh either bump you off or give you something and knock you out and then cut your penis off and then go to some bootleg-ass doctor in Little Havana and get your penis. Some white dude is now going to have his... Uh, I don't want to suggest that it's got to be black, but, you know... Black. The joke is funnier if it's black. So this white guy with this huge black penis, you know, it works and everything. Oh, right. This thing. Mm. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's okay. So we are not. Okay, yes, we are. We. I was gonna say we are not making for. Yes, we are. Uh, congratulations, though. To yeah, uh, I mean, I am truly happy to this yeah, dude. I mean, I'm like, happy with Mr. Serious, this yeah, is great news for me, me because there are a lot of people who need it for legitimate medical reasons. I mean, you know, your mind automatically goes to dudes who just want a bigger dick. But right. I mean, there are legitimate medical applications given the number of people who have had their penises taken from them uh, via injury, uh, just, you know, regular daily injuries yeah. or war or crazy spouses. Mm-hmm. Right. right. Uh, Bob, it comes to mind immediately. Right. Oh Lord. Well, congratulations, Mr. Manning, on getting you a dick. We are Absolutely. happy for you. Exactly. You know, as opposed to being a dick. So uh, Speaking of which, yes. Uh there is a there are apparently gay sex roulette parties where one person secretly has HIV. Oh, 
Jesus. So on RonaldMatters.com, um, they're reporting that rich people around the world are getting their ooh-la-la from group sex parties where they run the risk of becoming HIV positive, according to reports at Metro UK. Doctors in Barcelona have claimed that sex roulette parties taking place, usually among gay men, and it echoes previous reports of such parties among wealthy people in Serbia. The thrill, in quotes, comes from knowing that you might be infected, people who claim to have attended parties, such parties say. Dr. Josef Malolas of Hospital Clinic Barcelona says that the parties are a sign that people have, quote, lost respect, end quote, for HIV, in a report in El Periodico. Malolas says there is everything, sex roulette parties or sex parties you can only attend if you already have HIV. Malolas says that some of the parties are known as blue parties because attendees take antiviral medication to cut the risk of transmitting the virus. Last year, a Serbian stripper called Tihana claimed that the parties originated in Serbia and were named Serbian sex roulette after Russian roulette. Mm. <sighs> um, I Well, okay, so I knew that there were chase the bug parties here in the United States, mm. I'm going to say about 20 years ago. Um, and I thought that they had gone out of vogue, but obviously in Serbia, they have not. That's some, that, uh, that's some sick shit. That's, I, I, that's, that's all I, that's all I got. That's some sick shit. Yeah, that's, it's twisted. It's very twisted. I thought it was important to discuss because, you know, the girls, you know, you know, the kids, the world wants to talk about the irresponsibility of young black and Latino gay men, you know, and their sexual exploits. When Legionnaire and I know that young black and Latino gay men are not at all the only ones going around, and I don't want to even use the words irresponsible, Mm -hmm. having, um, uh, and I don't want to even use the words unprotected because that again applies, you know, some foolishness, using, having sex without condoms. Yes, you know, so I I have always been offended by this notion that, you know, while, yes, there is certainly a higher prevalence, you know, and there's this sort of uh, this sort of looking down the nose at young, uh, young black and Latino gay men as if, you know, how can you not protect yourself? Well, girl, there's a lot of people not protecting themselves. Right. And right. See. You know, so let's just let's be clear that the urge and the desire to have sex without condoms is not something that is unique to young black and Latino men. And they're not the only ones who are purposely or accidentally or in this case, purposely mm-hmm. or right. even um I mean, in this, I mean, at least you can say when, you know, some dude meets up with some date. He is at least assuming in his mind that the dude doesn't have HIV, whereas you're going to this party knowing that at least one person has HIV and you don't give a fuck. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's 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 bad either way because at least these people have access to uh, to 
Truvada and other things to protect themselves somewhat, even if they want to have unprotected sex. But, you know, let's just be clear that the desire for this type of intimacy or connection with another human being is not unique. It's not depraved. It's not the it's it in and of itself is not the sign of some lack of education or, you know, stupidity or lack of morals or some other foolishness. Right. Which a lot of the education and things around this issue, you know, has that, you know, how could you not protect yourself? Are you stupid or something? Well, girl, there's a lot of people that want to have uh, um, uh, sex Natural. without condoms. Right. And, you know, and I'm and that's fine. I'm okay with that. But as somebody who has seen the devastation of what HIV can do to a person and to a community, the fact, you know, that I guess I'm... I'm assigning a moral judgment. I really today I am, and I normally don't do this, you mm-hmm. know, because they are wealthy enough to get the care that they need. You know, if they get sick, they then can pay to get the care they need. Mm-hmm. You know, and poor kids don't have that option. You know, poor kid gets HIV. He. For me, I guess it's the economics are behind it, yes. and, and the the the, the social, the the, the and the classism behind it. Because th- this is classism one hundred and one. You know, if you know, if I get sick, I can afford to go, you know, fly around the world and get treatments, and fi- you know, or buy the. I can afford to get the meds that I need because remember mm-hmm. that meds overseas cost oh maybe a tenth of what they cost here in the states. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm making a class. I'm making a class judgment on this one, and I think that yeah, I and I'm not saying that the desire to have sex sans condoms is stupid, not by any means. But I am saying that to purposely do this to your life, I think is irresponsible on so many levels. And I bet you dollars to donuts that their sex partners outside of these sex parties don't know that they're attending the sex mm-hmm. parties. That's mm-hmm. that's the other piece of this. They are exposing. They are exposing innocent people to their foolishness. Uh, yeah, I completely mm. agree with all of that. Mm. Oh yeah. And I also bet that uh, you know, the moment those parties are over, over, they're on PRP. Of course. Or mm. PE, not PRP, PEP, post exposure prophylaxis. Right. I mean, but it, it's not. I don't know how they can call it post exposure prophylaxis. If it's post exposure, because prophylaxis doesn't that imply that it's pre? But That's whatever. What I, right. But whatever. The point the is point, that yeah. you can take the same pill that you take before, you know, aggressively right after exposure as a way to um, cancel out whatever. You hope. You hope. You hope. Mm-hmm. Because see, that's the other part of it. You hope that that you know that you know does it truly work? I, oh. Just that, that I'm sorry, that is the height of irresponsible behavior. Because you know, if you wanna if you wanna play with your life, play with your damn life. You don't get to play with somebody right. else's. Right. Yeah, that I call now that I call shenanigans on. Yes. Well, so um there's one thing, there's two things to discuss. One is shenanigans, one is not shenanigans. Well, one thing that we forgot to mention is that earlier this week the Obama administration uh, changed uh, the the Obama's Labor Department announced on Tuesday 
that it completed one of the most ambitious economic reforms of the Obama era, finalizing a new rule that will extend overtime protection to millions of American workers. So currently, you are uh, employers are reply uh, employers are obliged to pay workers earning salaries at or beneath twenty three thousand six hundred and sixty dollars overtime if they work more than forty hours a week. That number has been more than doubled to $47,476. So that's a huge increase of people, you know, that work uh, additional hours. You think of mm -hmm. all of the people who are managers at, you know, I, I'm using like Best Buy or Walmart or whatever, who mm -hmm. are making $35,000, $40,000 and, you know, working 60, 70 hours a week and they aren't getting they aren't being paid overtime now starting in december they will be um uh eligible for overtime and the white house estimates that this change will bring overtime rights to four, an additional 4.2 million uh million workers mhm mm. so good for them Mm -hmm. Good for the Obama administration, and he is really just ratcheting it up in these last couple of months. The don't, yeah. the I don't give a fuck factor is on. Yes. Yeah. And it, and the other part of it is the people, who, these people who are now eligible for overtime should have been eligible from overtime okay. for the start. So many employers, in an effort to get around paying overtime, um, classified someone as a salaried employee but according to the department of labor they really would be they would be hourly employees eligible for mm. overtime because mm. it always hurt my heart i mean i wake i make significantly more than even 47 476 and you know as a rule it hurts my heart anytime i work more than 40 hours a week but I have been lucky to been be at jobs where there's been either an official or unofficial comp time policy, you know, with the understanding that, you know, yeah, like I had to do this almost a year ago. Um, well, more than a little more than a year ago, we had this huge project, me and, you know, my work wife, we were working literally 17 hours a day, seven days a week for three weeks to get this project done. And That's a lot of time. That was a lot of time. But after hmm. that project was done, all throughout the rest of the spring and summer, I didn't have to use even a single hour of vacation time because I, I just drew down against those hours. Yes. Because hmm. <laughs> you were working two days in one day right. for seven days. So, shit. Yeah, you, man, you banked enough time. You didn't have, if you wanted to take a month off, you'd have pretty much been good. I actually did. I had like 175 hours of of um, comp time to use. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, it's a good it's a good rule, and um, I think on some level it's expected as you move higher up into the echelon. I think you know a lot of um, employer employers are going to say, you know, well now we haven't accounted for whatever. Like, well, so here's the thing. Right. Here is the thing, and this, <laughs> this even is the thing with uh, a lot of architecture firms. So architecture is a professional um, career where 
above most people are above a certain um salary range or they're in a class where they don't get overtime right how that is a problem for architecture firms is because if you tell a client that it's going to take a thousand man hours to do this work mm. and that's what the bid is you can say that because most of the people that are doing the work are salaried so again you'll only charge them for or pay them for eight hours a day but mm -hmm. if the work actually requires you know 16 hour days mm. then really the job took 2,000 hours to do exactly and you know what a lot of employers are actually doing is they're doing twice the work with half with you know the same amount of people so what they will no longer be able to do is say that i'm only going to pay you the salary of one person for a job that really requires two people mm. so calculating how much uh labor is required to do a job see okay see so dominion there's there's a difference though um in architecture, you said it. You you actually said it best. That is a professional class position. That is not you. That is not technically an hourly position. You may bill if you are treating the 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 architect as an as a contractor. They can get their hours, but technically, according to the Department of Labor, if you are an architect, an architect, that is a certain class. That is not an that would not be considered hourly. So firms will still bid out at let's say a thousand hours, and like they're doing now, it might take two thousand hours. But hopefully, they will start enacting comp time uh, procedures and 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 and, and um, procedures so that people are compensated for their time. Mm -hmm. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the that's how I would look at it. Um, yes, but for me, it's about the level of effort required to complete a task, regardless yeah. of where that person, what kind of work it is, whether he's a professional or whether he's a whatever. So if the Walmart store require you, you, you have in the in the 16 hours that this Walmart store is open seven days a week and you have eight managers and they're all working 60 hour weeks then you really need three more managers mm. oh yeah you do no well part effective. of that is and that's what I'm saying is that people are going to have to start really valuing and evaluating the amount of labor that it takes to do a job, whether that job is designing buildings or whether it's uh doing fries at McDonald's. Well, the other part but see the other part of that is that's capitalism at its best, you know. We we are buying your labor, and if we can buy your labor, we and our goal is to buy your labor as cheap as possible, and to get as much out of you for the amount of money that we spend to get you. Hmm. So that's a that's a but that's a whole nother you know that's a whole nother set of issues and worms. True. Ooh, yes. So that was okay. So that was one thing. What's the other thing? 
I wanted to post this on my Facebook page, but it got to my Facebook page because one of my Facebook friends posted it. But I don't really know this bitch like that, so I just might after I unfriend him because he probably will not be happy. <laughs> this girl posted uh, a link to a GoFundMe. Oh, Lord. I'm just going to read this and then we'll discuss it on the back end. Hello, my friends. You probably know, you all probably know that I and my partner, blah, 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 have, yes! been, have been blessed to get to the last stages of buying our first home together. Ooh. This tremendous opportunity has come to us in short sale for, form. With that, negotiating terms are different from a conventional sale. This has been a happy and trying time for us. With all of life's obstacles, we are trying to push forward. We have researched and prepared for this moment. However, the bank is requiring additional closing that we were not aware of. We have a deadline of May 31st to get $1,500 or our deal will fall through. This is where we are relying on every possible avenue to reach this goal. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. What, 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 words, words, words. Fuckery. Hmm. So my first thought is, okay, um, when I bought my first house, I was not fully prepared for it as I thought I was, but ultimately I did because I took Buddy out my 401k and I made it happen and ain't nobody had to give me even a single dime. I had to... I had to put the money in my sister's account and then have my sister gift it to me for legal purposes, but mm -hmm. I had all of the money. Right. My mm -hmm. point is, if you ain't got the money, he said, we have researched and prepared for this moment. If you don't no, have $1,500 and you ain't ready, you have not prepared for this moment. I'm sorry. And why, why, yes, out of the goodness of my heart, yes, whatever, but people are doing this for everything now. Back in the Thank day, you. if you didn't have the money to buy a house, you don't have the money to buy a house. Now, so when you when the uh, when the light when you buy this house and the light bill comes up, or and it's too much, or you know the hot water heater goes out, the hot water heater right. goes. Are you now going to do a GoFundMe for that? I mean, girl, this is your fucking life, right? <sighs> you, you took. You and took again, that I home. know I'm a negative Nancy. Not on this one. Mm -mm. No, because at the end of the day, if if you were prepared, then you wouldn't have to. You have you wouldn't have to be in a position where you're begging online. Right. Yes. You know, and God, God bless them for for moving forward. We're trying to buy their own home and everything else. But you know, when when you hit that wall or something unexpected comes up, there's you just you just sometimes you just gotta regroup and figure out another way. But but the begging, I just I can't I can't with that. Yeah, um, if you the one thing, yeah, no, I'm no no, bro, um, you on your own. I it, no. It is not my job to give you the closing costs for your house that you right. are not ready, obviously, to buy. Right. Um, I was trying to find that GoFundMe page, that that request, by the way. Um, it's in our uh, group chat. I sent it to you. Okay, right. That's what I, I was trying to remember where I saw it. Um, 
But it was like, no, no, boo boo, that's no, just <laughs> no. Um, or you know, or as as our girl Lexi would say, I, I can't. can't. I can't. I just can't. I, I can't. I, I, you know, I've researched it. I've googled it. I even applied for a GoFundMe, and I can't. I can't. I can't. That's just foolishness, you know. And and I and God. Oh, now there's a picture of the house. Um, now, um, what, cause what happens is if they, if, if people do give, give to this every time there's a problem, they will think that they can, um, they can actually do something like this again and get more money. So no, I'm sorry, boo boo. Um, you might, this, this blessing might have to just pass you by. Here's the thing. Short sales take forever to go through. So they just came to you with the last minute and told you you needed $1,500. I mean, don't you? You're supposed to have that money in escrow is... anyway. Right. What? You're supposed to have that money in escrow anyway. Right. Especially so, with a short sale. Right. So I'm just not clear on how they came to you with the last minute and said you needed $1,500. And it just seems. I, 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 <laughs> when I moved into this house in 2009, I still, I mean, I, I, I didn't know what I was, I'd never owned a house before. So I walked into the house with $6,000 in cash in the bank, just in case some shit went down, you know, like right. immediately. I mean, I figured that I would have to buy some furniture and do some other stuff. So I just don't see how you could roll up into this whole house buying thing with no money. I mean, that tells me that you aren't prepared because 1500 isn't a big amount. Now, I mean, I've watched enough house hunters to know that they will say at the last minute uh, the financing fell through or something and you need $20,000. And like, well, then in that case, I'd have been like, you know what? I guess I'm not buying in this house. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But so $1,500 doesn't seem, seem $1,500 seems to me like the amount of money that you should have on hand if you're planning to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you if you are buying a house when you go the day you go to closing and, and anyone who's bought a house knows it they tell your your agent and the escrow folks tell you this is how much money you need. Right. Now, the and see, there's something else shady about this. They're telling them that they got 15 days to come up with $1,500. Right. Mm. Child, they using some old bootleg-ass uh, closing agency, dumb, you know, Cousin Nene's little closing <laughs> or whatever. Uh-huh. Nene's title agency. <laughs> right. And you know what? This is a short sale. I bet this is some shit. Where they ain't even negotiated with the bank yet or some shit. Chow. They going, child, they going to Tata's chicken wings and closings. No. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, not, not, not chicken wings and closings. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they just finished doing hair last week, so no. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't. I just can't. I, I and not only can't not only can't, I won't. I shan't. I shall not. I shan't. Mm. Oh, Lord have mercy. That's just 
foolishness. And it makes it bad on other people who actually, you know, the other thing that burns my butt, about, butt up about this? People mm. who do GoFundMes for funerals. Ugh. I actually can get into that a little bit because, I mean, you know, everybody don't plan. So, I mean, you don't, I mean, I mean, I, if, if my father dies tomorrow, which frankly isn't, is a, is a possible, like a serious possibility, you know, we have money put aside, but everybody just don't have, and by money put aside, he has a 401k plan that he don't know about that has $10,000. And the only reason there's $10,000 in it is because he don't know about it. Mm. Right. But, uh, gotcha. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, everybody doesn't plan for that. So, I mean, I guess I can see that, uh, a little bit, a little bit. Because, you know, like 30 years ago, you just have to, like, have a less expensive burial or something. But, I mean, so I guess I see it a little bit. So, but to me, asking money for, I mean, you got to bury somebody. You don't have to buy this house. Right. You can continue to live wherever the fuck you live in. You don't have to bury people. The thing is, you don't. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> okay. No, you can. There's cremation. You can donate the body to science. You can. You know. No, there is no set stone. Set thing set in stone saying you have to bury somebody. Mm. And so, and and I'm saying that from personal experience. Um, and you, but you know, see, here's my thing. It's and it always happens with somebody who is running the streets or who who blew their money on every new pair of shoes that came out every you know if it was a new pair of shoes new hairdo you know going to see Beyonce 15 times in 15 different cities you know um you do, there's some people going to die and if you want them buried you need to pay for that i'm you know and yes yes shit happens you know i am more i am more likely to give to somebody whose house burned down mm-hmm. than to pay for somebody to get buried because everybody's going to die. And life insurance, you can get a $10,000 life insurance for $10 a month. You know, it's, you know, you can get a 20 year, a 20 year term policy for $10 a month. And that way, when Ray Ray Bobo them get shot in the street, you cash that bitch in. You put Bobo's <laughs> ass in the ground. You actually, you cremate Bobo's ass. Mm-hmm. Which is twenty five hundred, you know, and you you know slip five hundred to somebody on the side, and then you got some cash to put a porch on your. I sound like Miss Stavender right now, but the point <laughs> is that's shiesty as fuck. No, I, so I had my, my my first husband, the husband that I married for love, um, because because you know this husband I married for love, and I I, well, I love this man's dirty draws, but the first husband, um, his grandmother, whenever somebody in the family died. Something got fixed on her house. You want to talk about shyster. Um, <laughs> a son-in-law died. She got a new porch. Um, another son-in-law died. She got a new kitchen. Mm. And it was like, you know, Mr. Avender was famous for saying, uh, so you got some life insurance, baby? Yes, ma'am, I do. My mama got some. It's all right. Thank you very much. So I'm just saying you don't have to bury people. But... You know, you it would be nice if you did, but you can donate the body to sign. There's so many other things that we can do other than just burying people. And I say all that to say, if you know that, 
you can plan for death. You can't plan for an apartment fire. You can't plan for a house fire. Mm-hmm. And you can plan to buy a house, um, especially if it's a short sale. And 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 they're giving you this much time to get it together? No, short sales happen very, very quickly, which is why you have the money in escrow. Mm-hmm. Mm, this is some foolishness and fuckery. Run and tell that. Yes. <sighs> Sorry. Yes, okay. All right. Oh well, <laughs> that was hot topics. <laughs> Don't forget, listeners, you can download tonight's episode through iTunes. Just search for Reality and subscribe. And you should go ahead and subscribe now because when we go on our summer hiatus, uh, there's going to be a few uh, surprises that you will be the first to get wind of uh, via iTunes. You can also download the entire Reality Library via papachuloradio.com slash archives. You can like Reality on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR Reality. And you can follow us on Twitter at PCR Reality. You can also like Papachulo Radio on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram by going to at Papachulo Radio. Speaking of GoFundMe's, we have our own GoFundMe. <laughs> GoFundMe.com slash Poppy Chilo Radio. And if you're interested in being an on-air personality or blog blog contributor, you can email us via talent at poppychiloradio.com. And if you, if you that's an investment. That is we are not asking you to pay for us to go see Janet. Uh, who is mm-hmm. not going to be torn because she's pregnant, or Beyonce and go get some lemonade. We are talking. This is an investment in a worthy cause. Yes. Yes. Honey. Although I did leave uh, John Sebastian. Did you see that Barbara Streisand was coming? I did. And I actually got an email today about um, uh, pre-sale tickets, but I can't. Between Why? all the traffic, huh? Okay, I, I might. I mean, but I'm saying I just spent thirteen hundred dollars on new leather. Okay, so for real, this morning we just so okay. So to show you how bougie we are out here, we just <laughs> spent fifteen hundred dollars on our theater subscription for next year, so that we could be in line for next year to get Hamilton tickets. Hmm. Hamilton tickets at the Kennedy Center. Yep. Can you buy like four tickets? I'm sure we can. Hmm. When that happens, you must let me know. And of course, I will pay you immediately. Of course, darling. But see, because my husband loves you, he'd be like, just give me the money when you give me the money. But give it to me in 30 days. You know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, we know how that go. Because, you know, sometimes when the girls were like, give me the money when you give me the money, and you'd be like, two years later, like, bitch, uh, when you going to give me this money? <laughs> you said. You know, tell I, me what- I mean, that was polite, meaning you don't have to give it to me today. But, I mean, you done gone to Aruba and all this other stuff, and I'm still waiting on my money. Right. Mm. Right. Exactly. Oof. So. Have to, have, to, have to arrange a trip out east. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, but yeah, so we, and so and that was comp. And so just so you know, this morning, the Kennedy Center's website went down. Mm. <sighs> yeah. But and the tickets I, for Hamilton haven't yet happened yet. 
No, they haven't no. announced dates yet. So no, what happened? What they said was, in order for you to get advanced tickets for the 2017-2018 season, you had to buy a season in 2016-2017. Mm. See, that's how the girls get you. That's how they, right. that's how rich rich people stay rich. That's how they got your ass. Because if you don't go see a show all year long, you still out that money. Exactly. But because but because of who we are, we're gonna go see. Because what I said was like, baby, whatever t- whatever show you don't want to see, we selling them tickets. See, exactly. Right. You know, we'll sell them. We'll give. So them, we'll give them. Tickets, does that get you two tickets for free to the show? No. Um, that just gets. Uh, what happens is we are now in line to buy to to get a subscription for next year. That's so all. That pay thirteen hundred dollars to pay thirteen hundred dollars next year. Yep. <laughs> next up on the kids got goose. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's a racket, baby. Okay. <laughs> racket. God. God but bless. for those people, but for those people who love, because you know we do theater in this house. Um, right. But I mean, but but theater lovers, I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong, because uh, hey, I mean, so I mean, that was because so, you enjoy the goop, don't mean it ain't a goop, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's I, it's an ex, it's an excellent marketing material, and it's a way to make sure that your bills are paid for the year. So <laughs> the Kennedy Center, honey, the Kennedy Center is giving stunts. Because I got an ex-husband who would have been all over that. <laughs> so, so yeah, so we so we got our tickets for the, so we got so I'll be seeing Chicago finally in live, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and Chicago. Let me know good. when you're doing some of these things because you know I could be convinced to scare up some dollars, and uh, me and the boy, I'll buy the boy a suit, and we'll come see Chicago. And you know a few other things. He needs some gay culture. And then we can go to dinner. And exactly, that's how you know. Once because oh, and the Saturday matinees. Mm. Oh, perfect. Mm. Yes, we do Saturday matinees. So I am excited. Um, So we got that, and I might have to buy a second subscription because our favorite orchestra they released their schedule today. So I gotta figure out how much. Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not quite so jazzed about that, but it's cute. Well, you know, we. My husband has said that we. I, it is my responsibility to find us something to do every Saturday because I work on Sunday. So mm-hmm. I, I'm like, well, at least I know eight Saturdays are covered for next year. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that makes my life a whole lot easier. Um, so yeah, so um, yeah, so when the Hamilton tickets come out, I will let you know. Okay. Because, you know, that shit's going to sell out, like, the second day. Exactly. And I really mm-hmm. do kind of want to see Barbara Streisand, but, um, again, I spent $1,300 on new leather. Next week, I'm going to spend God knows how much at uh, International Mr. Leather. Then there's Folsom East in, in June, the 4th of July in Atlanta in August, and Toronto uh Leather Pride. Babs is not in your in your budget. And I mean, I'm not a super. I mean, I like Babs, and let's put it this way: if I won tickets, I bitch, I'd be right there. People who people who love people, mm-hmm. you know, Saint Sibon, you know, don't uh, wait on my parade. Exactly, you know, I don't see all of that shit, and I would love every minute of it. But right now, it's just not in my future. 
No more. That's Donna. Well, she needs Donna Summer for that, Mr. Producer. And unless Donna's going to be there in a hologram, it ain't going to work. Mm. No more tears. Enough is enough. Is enough. Now you need Donna Summer for that. Yes. Billy Porter. Don't be talking. Look, you're going to stop talking about my future husband now. Okay. So, <laughs> can we get some well, hot all tea? Right, so it's time for the uh, reality hot tea speed round. Are we ready? Let's do it to it. All right. First up, Laverne Cox is starring in a remake of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. That's my thought. Next. What's your thought, Legionnaire? <laughs> I saw the uh, the little trailer that they had for it, and it's um, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I will check it out. I, I am I like Laverne, and um, although I'm the casting gives me pause, I'm still gonna move forward. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. I will say this about Miss Cox, honey. She keeps a check going. I ain't mad at That's her. Right. right. Honey, she keeps a check going. Oh. Yes. Huh. Well, next up, Kendra Wilkinson on Holly Madison. She wasn't, she wasn't fit with that dick in her ass for a paycheck. And here we go. Um, former girlfriends of Hugh Hefner and Girls Next Door, Holly Madison and Kendra Wilkinson-Basket are currently in a heated feud after Holly made comments to people about how she's no longer interested in pursuing a friendship with Kendra Wilkinson. I wish her the best, but I'm done with that portion of my life. I've moved on. I'm happier now, Madison said. I don't think there would be anything positive about us meeting up. It's not a real friendship and not part of my life anymore. Her comments, though mild, set Wilkinson off on a graphic Twitter rant. Holly's job, oh, this is good, at Kendra Wilkinson. Holly's job was to get half hard again and clean him up with her mouth. That bitch is in fear now knowing so many of us saw her doing some nasty shit. She's embarrassed and in shame. She was the cleanup girl. Now Holly is on the cover of People Mag saying she lived in fear in the mansion. She wasn't in fear with that dick in her ass while paycheck. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Um... Kendra deleted the tweets and she wrote, I know my recent posts were a little over the top and I apologize for that. Sticking up for me and my beliefs is hard for me at times. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, Holly's written a book, The Vegas Diaries, about letting go and moving on, about resolving the past so you can live a future. I've dealt with my demons and I've come out of head. I can hold my head high and work to be the classy and kind person I aspire to be. I want no part of a one-sided argument or feud with where one woman lifts to demoralize and degrade another woman. For those with unresolved issue, therapy works. You should try it. Girls next door, please remember who the real enemy is. It is that dried up boat hat wearing husk that you both dated in the early aughts. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that is a read. Wow. He said <laughs> Holly's job was to get half hard again and clean him up with her mouth. With her mouth. 
her mouth. Okay, that's you, honey. Well, <laughs> let me just say it this way: <laughs> Ollie Madison did some nasty shit. Mm. Her job was to get half hard again and clean him up with her mouth. Where'd you see all of that at? <laughs> honey, on Jezebel.com. See, Kendra, you know, Kendra Walker's in that. Now Holly's on the cover. Oh, no, 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 take the tweets. Holly's job was to get half hard again and clean him up with a. Ew. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I could have lived my entire life without knowing that and having that image in my life, my mouth. My mouth. My mind. <laughs> or your mouth. She wasn't in fear with that dick and her ass for a paycheck. Mm. That is Kendra. When Kendra goes off, Kendra goes off. That's why I like her. She is my kind of girl. That's my bitch. I like her. Ooh, and when she she went to go whoop Hank's ass, I was like, yes, beat that ass, girl. Hank is her husband. Mm. He's a basketball yes, player. The, the cute black guy. Yes. I thought old. he was a football player. Football back child. He played ball. He played some kind of sport. Is he the he one that does something has... with with balls? Yes. Did he Big have balls. sex with the with the with the with the trans person? Yes. Oh, okay. I, I, now I know who that is. And she was Next like, "Oh hell no, you were not." Ooh, and they had a reality show too, and. Mm. All of it came out on that reality show, which was a hot mess in itself. Oof. But she was like, you... <laughs> so, you know, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, Ooh. okay, so there, there's the opinions on that. Uh, last mm-hmm. story. Um, on thenerdsofcolor.com the, uh, Valerie Complex says X-Men Apocalypse, Fox wins but people of color lose. Basically it's saying that you know all of the people who were supposed to be played by people of color get short shrift and they're all in awe of the uh, white characters and blah 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 yada yada yada. Legionnaire thoughts? Oh, um, sometimes I get sick of fanboys. I mean this 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 story is a story that Brian Singer has chosen to tell. And if they're and if the people of color are not as prominent, it is because that it was a lead in from the last movie, which, you know, had characters that were not necessarily of color. I mean, it's just, you know, but what he is trying to do is he is trying to introduce some of the characters that people are more familiar with, one of whom is Storm. So it's like, you know, I just some sometimes with these kids I can't. I just can't. I mean, you know, I can't. If it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. That I can get with. But all the the nitpicking of, you know, oh well they didn't give this character enough to do and oh my god, you know, they don't have uh, girl, you know, pay your movie, pay your money, see the movie, and if you don't like it, keep it moving. Right. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> I just, oh, I get, I get so irritated with that because now you got all the kids that are all upset. Oh, they say that the movie is horrible. Bitch, you still go pay your your ten twenty dollars to go see it. Right, right. <laughs> you are still just like gonna... I paid my money to see Batman versus Superman. Right, and, exactly. You know, did I agree with some of the criticism? But yeah, I saw yeah. that shit because but I, saw I have been wanting to be Superman since I was since I told y'all my story about Superman. So you know, right. 
That's mm-hmm. my shit. That's my shit. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, you know, so all the, all the complaining and bitching in the world is not going to stop these geeks from going out to see the movie. Now, if they, if some of them had planned on seeing it two, three times and see it and say, oh, OK, I can go my whole life without seeing it again, then so be it. Hmm. But the reality is you are going to go see it. So shut up and go see it. And if you don't like it, you can post that. Hey, you know what? I saw this movie and I ain't like it. I could respect that more than somebody saying, well, this movie is shit because so and so and so and so. Because, you know, it's a whole lot of shitty movies out there that I loved. And it's a whole lot of wonderful movies out there that I will never show any interest in. Hmm. So be about sharing your opinion of what it is and not trying to dictate the opinion of the rest of the geek world. Because there's going to be some shit that I like that you don't. And there's going to be some shit that you like that I don't. And and at the end of the day, it's all okay. What I hate about this movie is and about so many things is that, you know, you, you know, maybe you know more about this shit than I do. But I recall that the X-Men were all adults, like adult adults. That Storm, even though she was terribly played by Halle Berry, but Storm was an adult. All of these people were grown. You know, Mystique was, uh, what was her name? Rebecca Romaine Stamos, not some 22-year-old girl. I mean, all of these characters were grown adults people and i hate that you know all of these movies keep reimagining people as these children right and they're going to and they're going to that because they're they're trying to they're focusing on the aspect of the beginnings of the xavier school for gifted youngsters which i get but it seems to me that if you've already introduced the mythos with these characters as adults then if you want to go back to that aspect there was a lead-in in the third X-Men movie that could allow you to focus on the students. Well, you can certainly introduce a lot more characters, even different characters, rather than, like you said, to keep having this reimagining of, of the story. I mean, because you're going to jar the, the comic book fans who know that these other characters did not have any involvement with the X-Men as, as teenagers. They came into this as adults. So, you know, I mean, you, you want to have the creative license to tell a new story and have some restructuring, but sometimes when it keeps happening, you know, on over and over, it gets to be a little much. So I, I feel you. John Sebastian fucks to give. <laughs> Probably Nan one. Uh, mm, I'm I'm reserving them for something I really care about. Uh, <laughs> God bless. This is just so. You, you, the, the, you know the the most important thing that Janae said was there are some wonderful <laughs> <laughs> that I will that that I, you are not interested in, and I'm thinking to myself that probably I'm the one standing up going, oh, I really want to see that, and like this whole and this whole comic book based movie it uh no i i'm trying i'm counting down to go see money um uh, whatever this new um the new um george clooney julia roberts movie um that's directed oh, by jody foster yeah money yeah. Money, uh, Mon- money monster Mon- money monster yeah 
Uh, I'm trying to go see that. I'm trying to go see that. But uh, the whole um, comic book thing, yeah, that I'm gonna leave that to the folks who understand it because that's just not my. That's just not my uh, my forte. No. And, so, I'm gonna send, and I'm gonna send a quick shout out to my husband. God bless him because he indulges me in these things and will go with me to go see him and, and thinks that I get irritated when he's when he asks me questions but i don't it really doesn't i just want to let you know honey that it really doesn't bother me when he when you ask questions about what's going on in the show i can appreciate that because you're showing an interest in something that i love yes oh that's but what it also means is that you know i'll just have to go see it again by myself but that's okay Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no, no tea, no shade. But I, I, because he thought, oh, I don't want to bother you. I said, no. If you have a question, if I can answer it quietly while we're in the theater, I, I will. I will answer any question. You know, as completely. Please hold all questions until the end of the movie. <laughs> no, that's, I can't. I can't be that person because I, I have a, I have a husband that that indulges me and a twelve year old that that just doesn't know everything there is to know about those those characters and stuff so sometimes i have to say okay well this is why this is now i can't go into a long explanation but this is what it is so let's get back to the movie okay thanks and then we keep it moving (laughs) (laughs) and then about half an hour later there'll be another question but again that's okay I, i can i can do that oh father in heaven you are Okay, well, so before, oh, you know I'm a I'm a consultant on the side. Uh-oh. That's my fourth job, mm-hmm. and um, so my client, one of my clients who just does not want me to do the job she has paid me to do, just sent me a communique, um, and I'm just like, why are you at? You are waste. You are about wasting your money. Mm. Uh, because every time I turn around, she's doing my damn job. So I'm like, well, thank you for the gift. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm just so, I'm sorry. It just kind of came in while we were talking. It's like, really? Really? Okay. Uh, yeah. All righty. Yes. Was that it? I, w- I was just venting a little bit. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I was I'm just venting. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad was... you're okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, this well, kids, you know I have bad news. Uh oh. What? Next week is our last show until we go on summer hiatus. <gasps> oh. What wah, is we gonna wah. do? I guess we're going to have to find some reasons to come back during the summer. Well, you know, I'm sure something incredible will happen. You know, last year was gay marriage. I mean, you know, what's going to happen uh, happen this year? Mm. I'm afraid to ask. I know. <laughs> we'll probably, maybe we'll come back after the conventions are over and uh, give our recaps and thoughts on um, who the respective nominees have chosen as their vice presidents, mm. vice presidential running mates. Yes, yes. We'll figure something out, I'm sure. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, we'll figure something out. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so, uh, 
May 26th is our last show until we come back on September the 1st. Wow. Ooh, now I have now I have plenty to share by then. I should. Uh-oh. Yes. By my I can I can share now that my husband and I are planning a uh, a summer trip to South Africa. Ooh. <sighs> So, okay, so, Zeddy, you're not coming. You're not coming to uh, Atlanta or Toronto. Um, we are definitely we are pro- we are definitely planning on Toronto, but um, yes, um, Atlanta probably will not happen for us this year. How are we going to ha- How are we going to get blackout drunk on margaritas? I know I'm going to miss that so much. We'll just have to do it again. We just have to do it absolutely. Oh, okay. Um. So, Legionnaire? Yes. In South Africa, yes. there's a winery. South Africa? South Africa? In South Africa, yes. In, in South Africa, there's a winery. Spice mm-hmm. Route. Spice Route, okay. I'm going to send you the details because you're going to let me know before you go. And we're we going to find out how much it's going to cost you to ship me a case of wine. Okay. Because, well, oh, they have this wine, Shakalaka. Dipping is going to be more than a... Uh, than the damn wine cost. <laughs> it probably will be. Um, shakalaka is this wine um, from Spice Route Winery. As and in Boom Shakalaka? As in Boom Shakalaka. Mm. So, um, you've heard, listeners, you've heard us talk about the infamous Christmas egg story. Um, when yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> the persons, the other two persons involved in that chicanery um, <laughs> had that wine when they came out here for dinner. And if we were to call them right now, after I got cut, after I get cussed out because I have not remade the, the they had, uh, they will tell you that they went on a search for the wine after we we introduced them to it. That's how good it is. Everyone mm-hmm. who we've introduced this wine to is falling in love with it. Um, mm. And you can't get it in the states anymore. It seems. Oh wow! Okay. So uh, you know, I know it's probably gonna cost double what the cost of the wine is, but. I may just have to suck it up because it's some good shit. That's some good shit. Ooh, that's some good shit. And I got four bottles left. Hmm. And I'm holding on to them as if they are gold bullion. <laughs> oh, that sounds like me and my feigling vodka. Ooh. Oh. Oh, it's this wonderful fig vodka from Germany that uh, that used to be imported to the states on a regular basis but now it's not so much anymore so when we um we were oh when we were in germany a couple of years ago a couple of years back we uh brought some back and thought we might be able to find it at, at benny's or something like that again and it hasn't happened so i've been scared to drink it ever since it's like oh i just don't wanna because once i start once i break into that bottle it's a wrap for the fat kids. Ooh, baby, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap because it's some good shit. Ooh, I mean, okay. that, that's, that's vodka. You just pour over some ice and, and have at it. Oh. See, that might make me drink vodka again. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like some good shit. You mean, it's, it really is. See, we're going to have to do a My Favorite Things show, it sounds like, in, in the interim. Oh, that could be fun. I'd be you, know, not, you know, my favorite alcohol. My favorite dish. My favorite shoe store. Mm. Okay. <laughs> my favorite vodka, Target. <laughs> my favorite wine, Target. <laughs> oh, better yet, 
No, my favorite vodka, Costco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Alcohol my favorite is shoe. good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My favorite shoe store, Costco. Mm. <laughs> Shoot. Hey, I got a pair of Kohan loafers for 60 bucks. Boom. There mm. it is. And I live across the street from a Kohan outlet store. And I couldn't get them that cheap there. That's what I'm talking about. Hmm. Yes. <sighs> All right. Well, let's wrap this up, kids. Yes. So, uh, at least for the next uh, next week or so, you can catch reality on Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific with replays on Saturdays and Sundays at 12 p.m. Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific. As I said before, next week will be our last episode. Uh, that's May 26th until we return with all new episodes in September. Oh, by the way, Legionnaire, since I'll be in Chicago, then we should do we should get together and do the show. Uh, yes, we could. Yes, I think that would be a good idea. I didn't know if you'd be in town that early, but if that is the case, then we will definitely make that happen. Yes, I am arriving Wednesday. In fact, I'll be there Wednesday morning before noon. Oh, okay, cool. Because I will be. Um, I'll actually I will be at the hotel. Um, most of the day, I'll be doing. Okay. Volu- I'll be working my volunteer shifts that day. Nice. So you can visit the Poppy Chulo Radio archives to download this episode and many more. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chulo Radio programs by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast, excuse me, broadcast through iTunes. Mm -hmm. Just search for reality and subscribe. Legionnaire, tell the kids how they can get in contact with you. Oh, the kids can find me on the Twitter and Instagram, where my handle is uh, at Legion Onyx. Uh, on Facebook, I'm Legion Nair Onyx. That's where I am known. And for those listeners of Poppy Chulo Radio, they can catch me on uh, shows like The Lion's Den, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, uh, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. John Sebastian? Before I hand out my contact information, I do want to give a quick shout out to the love of my life um next week we will be celebrating our 11th anniversary um, yes! yes yes ma'am and i love i love him to the moon and back and i am so grateful to have such a treasure to walk through life with i love this man yes ma'am yay love Yes, so um, you can reach me on Facebook at unofficial colon John Sebastian and on the Twitter at GSJ612. All right. Go ahead. I was going to add for you two, if you haven't noticed, I changed um, my um, cover pic on on my page, and I think this is one of the best pictures we've ever taken. And he's looking at me like, you full of shit. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, I am, but you love me anyway. <laughs> it is the best. love is, this picture. It, it is. I like that picture. <laughs> I did notice that. Oh, yeah, I saw this one. He's looking at, he is looking at you like, what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? You're like, boy, why are you lying? That's a why are you lying? <laughs> oh, I love this man. So, um, yeah, so that's that. Good, uh, and congratulations. 
Thank you. Like I said, I'm keeping my diable pumps on standby. Child, you know, <laughs> if, we, if we if I had my way, you know, it would be jeans and some flip flops with some good wine. Mm. I'm but, bringing my I'm bringing the uh, sunflower seeds. <laughs> shelled or unshelled? <laughs> your husband will be like, why did? Why are all of your and he won't he won't want to say black friends, but why are all of your black friends? Why do they all have sunflower seeds? <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, you know, but you know he has a black card now, so he might be like, they better not be spilling no damn sunflower seeds on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> you know he got a black card. Yes, he does. Was, yeah, oh, bless his heart. Oh, he got a black card. And he no and he and he uses it well. Oh, love that man. Okay. Now I'm gonna stop please, crying. Please don't. Not you know, give us two minutes. Okay. <laughs> you can catch uh you can <laughs> find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dom Onyx on Facebook and look for search for Dom Onyx. Tumblr is the Dom Onyx, and my website is domonyx.com. So you can like reality on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash PCR reality, and you can follow us on Twitter at PCR reality. You can also follow Poppy Chulo Radio on Twitter and Instagram at Poppy Chulo Radio, and you can support us financially by going to gofundme.com slash Poppy Chulo Radio. Email us with any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns via reality at poppychuloradio.com and if you are interested in joining the Poppy Chulo Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor, email us via talent at poppychuloradio.com So for the next to the last time until September, say goodnight to the listeners everyone Good night, listeners Good night. I was saying darling I have one last quick shout out I want to give. I want to congratulate Bob the Drag Queen, who is uh, this year's winner of a uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, purse and first. The, purse honey, first, baby. Purse master, first. And the master of, uh, and has developed a mastery of shade already. Yes. yes. God, lover. <laughs> I call, I call oh, that. I called that from episode two. I said, oh, no, this no one can touch this bitch. Nobody. What happens when you try to come for a babe? Hashtag, if you're going to be shady next time, just tag me. I'm done. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, yes. Oh, all right, kids. All right. Love you. Mean it. Bye, darlings. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to Reality. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.